The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium. We're here directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Final day of Chiefs practice ahead of Saturday's divisional round showdown against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, defensive lineman Chris Jones, and wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Chris Jones. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Juju. Here's Andy Reid. So, really, the only person that didn't practice was McColl. Um, we backed off him just to see if we couldn't get him back going uh, um, this week, and so... Uh, he'll most likely be listed as out um, going forward, but it's not for lack of effort. It's just the injury. So, and, and he's working through it. Look forward to the challenge of playing the Jags. We, you know, we know they're they're a good football team. Obviously, everybody playing right now is our good football team. So, um, we we like the part that we're able to play at home here in front of our home crowd. We know they'll be wild. Um, and our guys have had a good week of practice. You know, we've just got to go out and execute and do the things that we do. So, anyways, with that time, yours. Any, uh, any chance of activating Fortson or Clyde? Uh, I'll go back and talk. I haven't talked to Veach about that yet, but um, probably not, I tell you. Coach, with Frank Clark, uh, limited practice the past two days, what do, you, what do you anticipate for him for Saturday? Yeah, you know what, he... I just talked to him, so I, I can tell you this, hot off the press, right? Um, <laughs> so he, he actually feels very good, and um, and he you know he practiced well today, so and really yesterday. And you, you do offensively and want to do offensively. Once the postseason comes in, it's been that same group on your offensive line the whole time for what luxury kind of is that to have that be so steady together? Yeah, it's also good that they get along. I mean, that, that group is a, a tight group, and normally it is with most teams, I think. So, um, but they enjoy playing with each other, and they they uh, they do well. Um, and just the familiarity, especially when you get into games and all those things. Uh, the, I'm, I'm saying the twists and things that go on uh, from a from a good defensive line, in which they're going to be playing. Those two inside techniques are powerful men, and the two outside guys can fly. So, it becomes very important. Coach, I remember when the Jags came to town earlier, even though the record wasn't great, you had mentioned that it looked like they had really bought into what Doug was doing. Yeah. I'm assuming with the hot streak they've been on and getting through that game last time, you're seeing really more good things from them on that front? Yeah, you bet. They've, they've, uh, they've improved every week, and, um, you know, and they have bought in. Doug's done a great job, uh, uh, as his coaches have. I mean, it takes everybody. So, um, But 
he's done a nice job with that group. Coach, after what the Jacks did uh, last week, any extra notes to keep the pressure on if you guys do build a lead in the, in the game, making sure that you guys finish? Yeah, well, one of the neat things is everybody saw it. <laughs> so you don't, have, you don't have to say much. I mean, that was a great job by them, by Jacksonville. So um, our guys are they're obviously aware of that, the you know, four quarters of football. You get to this round, and these games are normally separated by by one score, if you traditionally. So you you gotta you gotta play for four quarters, absolutely. On that game Saturday, um, you've dealt with quarterbacks your whole life, and young quarterbacks. And Trevor got off to such a rough start. Can you kind of put yourself in Doug's shoes on how he was able to kind of get him right to, to go out there and do what they did? Uh, no, listen, he did a great job. I, you know, you see that clip from one of their offensive linemen talking to him, and they they supported him, and you know that's that's what it's all about. And the, you know the kids won ever since he was in grammar school, so he, he's pretty, he's a pretty good player. And you have to ask uh, Germany, you know, the news today. Just your overall thoughts on now that it's official. You guys get the opportunity to go there. Yeah, listen, I, I got to tell you, I haven't thought about no. it. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I look forward to getting a bratwurst. I mean, I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I, I've, I've been thought about it. I mean, I'm, we're so focused in on this thing that um, that that's dead and. And, and the front office that are doing that. So. Good. Okay, good. Thank you. Postseason football, you know, you talk to all the young guys about how it's going to get faster and faster and everything changes. How real is that and how much do you feel more comfortable going to these games later in your career from what you've maybe earlier? Um, it's a little different. The game speeds up, the level of intensity, uh, the level of. Uh, Discipline you got to have to make sure you minimize error and maximize potential. So I think uh, we beat the young guys up over the week to understand what type of level of play we need from them and the expectation playing playoff football in Arrowhead, Jiha, Giha, whatever stadium. <laughs> oh, it's not Giha? Oh, excuse me. My apologies. It's okay. Giha. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when you guys faced these guys in, I guess, November, when, when they left, did you think that looked like a team you might see later in the year? I know you guys think that a lot during the season, but have they surprised you with maybe what they've done to get back here? Um, no, actually. I had a conversation with Bob Sutton um, prior to the last game. And in the tunnel, I told him we may see you guys again in the playoffs. We've got a, 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 a good young team. Long as they put it together, they can be very special. Leaning on with the quarterback and DP, Doug Peterson is the head coach. He's uh, they got a special connection going. So they're a tough team. Got a nice defense also. So they're leading those guys in the right way. Chris is the uh, in the first meeting. Uh, you know, Frank didn't play because of the suspension. Um, what do you think he might be able to add or provide to the rest of the pass rush, given that he just was the few guys that wasn't in the first meeting? I mean, you look at Frank. Frank Scar's resume, uh, what he does in the playoff, it speaks for itself. I think he's tied fifth or sixth in the playoff in sacks. He got 11. Yeah. You know, his resume speaks for itself. We know what type of player Frank Clark is, especially in the playoffs. And um, we're, we're going in expecting Frank to be Frank. Uh, glad to have him back. Glad to have him healthy. And we're looking forward to playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chris, uh, the defensive line for you, especially with 15 and a half, matching your 2018 total, but then the defensive line total, how have they been able to help you get to that uh, you know, total and match that 2008 total and just evolution of that defensive line throughout the season to now? Um, 
I, I think um, it's an accumulation of uh, the D-line room, uh, unselfish guys, the D-line coaches, starting with Joe Cullen, assistant Terry Braden, staying with me before and after practice, me committing to uh, wanting to, to be the leader, be the best, uh, committing to improving my pass rush from last year, uh, me committing to make sure that I put the extra work in. And um, it shows. It shows. Uh, I give all the credit to my D-line. Been unselfish. Some guys taking two, three people at times so I can get to one-on-one. And um, Spats scheming for me. It, it, it goes. It's a lot that goes into that, the success of one player, uh, especially the players around you or the players in your room committing to you and letting you receive uh, whatever that may be, uh, a specific play or them taking on over gaps and you know it's a game of football you know unselfish guys all doing in 111 and i'm truly appreciative for the guys i have in the room you're not much obviously an individual sack guy, especially in the playoffs when it comes to wins but just how sweet will that first playoff sack be if you're able to get oh uh, i thought you was going to dodge the question <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately i have uh what 10 10 to 11 playoff games no sacks um that's not a huge priority but I'm going to make sure I get one this go around just to shut you guys up. <laughs> Chris, I asked this to, to Juju a little bit ago, but just obviously you played in the NC Championship game last year. What would it mean for you, given all the work that you've done, to, to have another chance to play in that game with a victory on Saturday? We got to get there first. Um, we got Jacksonville coming up. They've got a good team uh, who is looking to come in with the expectations of winning. Uh, that team is a, they're, they're a competitive group of guys. Um, looking to make their mark in this league. So we got to take care of these guys even before mentioning the AFC championship and thinking too far ahead. Let's just handle Jacksonville and let's focus on how we're going to stop these guys. Chris, in that game against Jacksonville in November, Colin Saunders had some big moments. From playing shoulder to shoulder with him, how has he, how far has he come in the last few I mean, I think his uh, maturity speaks for itself, his growth this year. I think a huge part of that is bringing in um, Joe Cullen, Terry Braden. Uh, you know, if you look at the overall defensive line uh, from last year to this year, uh, I see a tremendous jump in level of play from all guys, um, whether it's Colin Sanders, whether it's Derek Nottie, whether it's Mike Dana. And then you bring in a rookie like George Kaloftis. Um, you know, he finished the season strong. and. We harp on it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. But Colin, in particular, um, we've seen it in training camp, uh, how he was attacking his demeanor, his level of focus, his level of domination in training camp. And it just um, shows on the field. You know, Colin, unfortunately for him, he didn't get to play as much last year dealing with injury in the years prior. But this year, we, we asked Colin to take the next step in his game, and he's shown uh, a, a lot of improvement especially for coming off the bench and being able to make splash plays throughout the season for us, high-caliber plays that we needed from him. Uh, I think it's been, it's been amazing just to watch him grow alone. Chris, just how much are you looking forward to another playoff? Listen, it's always special to play in the playoffs. Um, not a lot of teams are in this position, especially um, where we at, um, being fortunate enough to receive the bye. But just to be in the playoffs particularly, uh, is. That, that margin of error is so small, and the level of intensity. I know Arrowhead fans are going to be crazy at G-E-H-A field. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, the intensity is crazy, man. Um, 
it's, it's something that can't be explained. You actually have to feel it. You actually have to be there and, and, and see that level of the game. But um, it's also a pleasure to be in this because you can take these moments for granted. Could you mention Joe Cohen a couple times? If you could look from your year, what's the biggest thing maybe Joe brought to the table that, that had the biggest impact for y'all? <clears throat> I think more so is uh, um, <clears throat> communication and level of understanding. Uh, understanding like where this group is trying to go and where we at. Uh, being honest, honest is a is a key thing. Um, communication, you know, as long as you can be honest with a player, I think he'll respect you. Uh, honesty goes a long way. You know, to be able to look a man in the eyes and tell him what you truly feel about him and where you see him going, it takes a player a long way. And the belief, you know, when you truly honest with someone, you believe in them. And I think that brings out a level of uh, fire that they don't even believe they have in themselves. So with Joe Cullen, what he done for this room in particularly, you look at last year, we was 29th in sacks. You look at this year, we're like, we're like number two. And we still got the same guys. No, you know, we brought in a rookie. You know, with a rookie, you don't expect a tremendous jump first year. We brought in Carlos Dunlap. You know, it's 13 year, so we didn't expect him to go out having 10 sacks, 10 or 11 sacks. But we, we particularly got the same guys in the room. It's just about getting everything that those guys have out of them each day and on Sunday letting them play. Chris, uh, in the, you know, tell me about the mindset to make those splash plays, right? You've, you've got a knack for making big plays at big times in games. When you're a pass rusher, you can't always get there, right? I mean, you've got 15 sacks. You rush hundreds of times during the year. How do you have yourself ready at that big moment to make the play that you, when you really need it late in the game? I think it's more so, um, it goes back to training camp in um, 18 play, 19 play drive for um, Coach Reed, getting that mentality that and whether it's the 12 play, whether it's the 18 play, you, I, it's a possibility. It might be a small possibility that you can get there, but as long as you're giving your all, um, you can make a difference. And with me, it's like, as long as I'm able to rush the passer, I'm going to try to rush the passer and win, whether it's the first play, the last play, or the play to close the game. And especially in the fourth quarter, when everything is on the line, I I get a little air stuff up in me because I know how important it is. And um, I've just been fortunate, man. I've been very, very fortunate this year to get there. Last one. Chris, uh, just talk about how important it is to uh, can play a complete game uh, on Saturday. You know, Jacksonville came down from 27 points and, and came back and won, and you guys struggled last year in the playoffs with uh, being down. How important is it to uh, play a full fourth quarter? Yeah, um, Jacksonville shows you. Uh, the resiliency last week, um, 17 now, right? 27, uh, excuse me, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, 27 down <laughs> and then be able to come back and win the game by two. Um, that speaks volumes. That speaks um, what type of team you're dealing with, uh, you know, right there. You know, they don't quit. And uh, coming here, we know we're going to have to play fourth quarters, maybe overtime with these guys because um, that's a competitive group. So looking forward to it. Um, and hopefully we don't go down 27 to them and have to come back. Hopefully we can. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get over there. <laughs> <laughs>
all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Feels, I'll just tell you this, it feels to be on the, this side of the ball, and it's uh, it's amazing. I would say, yeah, last year it was a tough situation coming in here and playing against you know, a great team, and you know now that I'm here and I'm going into this game, uh, playing against you know another good team, uh, but like I said, it just feels good to be you know on this side of the ball. Because your coach was just saying that Nicole's likely going to be out, but you guys as a unit have seemed to do a really good job of making up for that production while he's gone. How do you see that continuing into the playoffs now that it's starting? Uh, I mean, like you said, like guys like KT, Sky, um, like, you know, they're stepping up in a big role. You know, Miko's a, a great player, and he's helped us out tremendously, and he's still helping us out now, you know, getting the guys ready as far as, like, you know, the stuff that, that is carried for Miko. You know, guys like us, we – I think the chemistry is everyone just working together. It's for the number one goal, and it's to win the game and, you know, make it to the next round. So – it's just nice that we have so many players to play different positions and still go out there and still perform. You were saying that McCole's been helped. How has he been helping you guys oh, just, behind the scenes? Yeah, just in the meeting rooms, helping us out, you know, the young guys, uh, just kind of what a bet would do. Juju, with the Jacksonville game last time, the lessons you kind of learned from that one and take it as what you can improve upon and what you saw out of that secondary unit that you think, okay, <laughs> maybe things will be changed this time around. Yeah, I mean, you talk about uh, a defense that's, you know, an, an aggressive defense. You know, they play hard. They they attack the ball, and that's something that, you know, happened last game. And even just past game, you know, them playing against the Chargers, you can see that, you know, they, they're not going to quit. Um, they have a, a high-power offense, just as we do. So it's just too, it's going to be nice. It's going to be a good game, you know, gladiator football, what I would say. Dave, you're obviously you're injured in the game against them last time. When you go back out there this time against them, you look for that guy? No, 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 no. I just play ball at the end of the day. Um, I think everybody's going to set up how it's meant to be. You know, uh, I don't think about the past. You know, like I said, I think Cisco's a great player. He's an aggressive guy. You know, he plays hard. He has those big hits. And that just goes to say that, you know, I just got to play harder. You know, and that's just, you know, the respect game that he brings to the table and just what we had to bring to the table. So as far as just going out there, just playing ball and just know what I'm used to. When you saw these guys come here last time, they were in that kind of low part of their season. When they left here, they turned it on. Did you think in your mind, Wow, that looks like a playoff team when you guys played the last time? Or did something maybe special happen for them down the stretch? I think, you know, everyone brings their best A game. And I, I will say this, even, you know, teams that we beat, in really good teams that we've beaten in the past, you know, they come out and they'll go on the game win streak and, you know, beat everyone. And that's kind of how we see Jacksonville. That's also how I see the 49ers, you know, like another team that's very, very successful team, really good team. And now um, both those teams are playoff teams. So I, I would say, yeah, you know, Jacksonville's a playoff team. They're going to come in here. Uh, a lot of energy, and they're going to give us their best game. 
Todd mentioned the, the big hit. Did you hear from Cisco after it all just to kind of Yeah, I got a DM from him. He <laughs> sent him my DMs, huh? He apologized. And I, it's all good. I said I appreciate it. And uh, I know, man, I, I, man he's, he's been in the league for quite some time. I, I know his game. He, play, he plays hard. He's a good player. So there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Your teammates were pretty emotional, though, afterwards about that hit. Um, do you just sense that they want to match his physicality in this game, that sort of thing, after? I think, I mean, when, you, when someone goes down like that, you know, in my case, you know, you look around the league, you know, it's it's been a tough subject. When players get hit and they go down, everyone's going to be emotional. You know, one of my really good, you know, family friends, Tua, you know, and he's going through situations. So, for me, everyone around us is very emotional, but I guess going into this game, we're just so pumped and ready. You know, we haven't played ball for two weeks now. So, it's just more so for us to go out there and just showcase, you know, for our fans. Andy said early in the week that Patrick has adapted well with change, and particularly with the receivers. As a unit, how do you look back on how all that has developed going into the Yeah, I mean, you have so many different, different types of receivers that Pat's dealing with. You have small guys, guys who can move around fast, you know, slow, whatever you want to call it. You know, he has it, and he's going to adjust, and that's something that He's really, really good at. But not only that, you think about the running backs that we're using. We're using three to four running backs in the game. We're using five different receivers. You're using three different tight ends. So for a guy like Patrick Mahomes to go in the game and know everyone's like tendency of what they have, I mean, it's the chemistry is there. He's building it day in, day out. And you'll see it, you know, this Saturday. Do you see, di do you see a difference between, you know, regular season Patrick and playoff Patrick? Is there a difference there that you've observed? Or is it just pretty much the same as the way? I think I think he's always had that same mindset of just going out there and dominate uh, on and off the field how he is in person, but I would say the intensity is a lot lot higher. You know, playoff game, postseason. You know, it's elimination round. You know, you win or go home. Did you, what, would it, what would it mean if you guys won Saturday and got the opportunity to play in the AFC Championship game? Oh, it mean a lot, man. It mean a lot for a lot of us. You know, even for myself. Uh, my rookie year, I got it to this far and then lost against Jacksonville. And it it's not it's not it's not the best feeling, you know. So for us to go out here, get this W, get this win, uh, and get ready for next week is it's gonna be huge for us. And a lot of young guys too, man, like Pop, Sky, like they've never been into a season like their season is long. You, you know, usually in college you're done, you know Yeah, yeah like yeah. late December if you don't make a if you don't make a, a bowl game. So um I think it's just for us, for all of us to just man, we just wanna have to play ball. We've we've been we've been sitting on our butt for two weeks, you know, just training and practicing, so like I said, this Saturday comes, it's going to have a lot of fun. Is there something that you learned, or what, maybe a couple of examples of something that is maybe more than you expected from the time you first got to OTAs and going down to Texas from either Andy or Patrick about this offense or the way they go about things that maybe has surprised you along the way? Um, not really. No, honestly, it's, just, it's been the same. Um, as expected. As expected, you know. Mm -hmm. Go show your personalities. And, you know, we got some cheeseburgers, so. All right. <laughs>